we live in a world of reflections. How we choose to act and who we defend, even in the face of adversity, reflects on our character. There are times, however, when those choices reflect the greed we exhibit at the expense and deprivation of another. It is unlawful for any person at any time, by any means, intentionally or negligently, to annoy, molest, harass, or disturb any manatee. So how does this happen? A mob mentality against a defenseless manatee. Much of the blame falls squarely on the shoulders of the tour operators who bend or disregard the laws and guidelines for manatee encounters. But when we hire delinquent operators, are we not to blame as well? Tour operators and their guides will often do egregious things to guarantee their patrons a manatee encounter. Watch here as an operator works to corner a manatee with his boat. He speeds forward and then backwards into the shore to keep the manatee trapped. On a day much like this one, an operator disgorges over 40 people, most of them children, into the water. As the group surrounds a manatee, a sound is heard. What would cause such desperate cries? A cameraman enters the water to find out, and much to his surprise, two guides from the operator block his passage. At one time, even threatening a fin to the camera if he tries to get too close. Mike, don't worry, he ain't getting anywhere near it. All he's gonna have is a lot of, lot of fish. What is going on here? Approaching a manatee before the animal first approaches and touches you is against the guidelines. This manatee approaches the swimmer and initiates the contact. These experiences are what we should all hope for a fleeting moment when we can powerfully connect with each other. In these swimmer-initiated contacts, the experience is much different. A calf approaches to investigate a camera, but when the photographer innocently, but wrongly, reaches out to initiate the contact, the manatee ducks its head and quickly departs. As a small newborn attempts to reach the surface to breathe, a swimmer quickly moves in. This causes the manatee to duck instead. Again this repeats. On the third attempt, a panicked and short breath is drawn in. This pursuit continued for an additional 10 minutes until finally she was stopped just before interrupting the nursing calf. This guide reaches out and grabs a manatee behind the flipper and pulls it toward the group of people. When the manatee objects and tries to swim away, it is held by the guide, a clear violation. But the most egregious violation of the guidelines is that activity which separates a calf from the cow. This separation creates anxiety for both and results in the panic-stricken pair calling out to each other. In this scene, such a separation has occurred, and with it, the source of the previously unknown sound is identified. Not all tour operations and guides behave this way. 
There are certainly those who try responsibly to follow the guidelines. They ensure that their customers do not harass the manatees while providing them an education, a safe experience, and the memory of an encounter to inspire them and last a lifetime. We have an ethical and legal responsibility in how we interact with the manatee. Part of that responsibility is who we choose to hire as our tour operator and guide. If operators are unwilling to follow the guidelines, then it is through our choice of spending money elsewhere that we might persuade them to change. We live in a world of reflections. How we choose to act and who we defend, even in the face of adversity, reflects on our character.